0: Art is life, and making art has proven to be a therapeutic exercise to navigate through grief, anxiety, and even healing. Our guest artist, Limai Basto, doesn't shy away from acknowledging that at a young age, she suffered from anxiety, and in the midst of a difficult time in her life, she found art, or should we say, art found her. Four years later, and she continues to inspire people through motivational Bible verses, quotes, and affirmations beautifully written in calligraphy. In this episode, Limai talks about pursuing your passion by trying out different mediums, how workshops helped her to gain the confidence to do art, consistency, and muscle memory as critical elements of your art journey, and the three E's that unlocks your creative path. If you want to be part of the conversation, then send in your questions and topics you want us to cover to hello at etcherlab.com. Hey, this is Jesse from Etcher. We believe in your power to create, so we invited artists from all around the globe to inspire you to keep on creating. Join us in this journey and let's celebrate Creativity. This is Make More Art, the podcast. Liam, I thank you so much for joining Make More Art, the podcast. I'm really excited uh, to meet such a very young artist. And I've been looking at your feed um, prior to this interview, and I'm just blown away by your florals and all those quotations and Bible verses that you've been writing beautifully using calligraphy. But before we dive into that, can you share with us how you started? I think you started back in 2018, but can you expound a little bit more on how you started and what medium you started with? Hello,
1: everyone. My name is Seyamay Basto. I'm an artist based in the Philippines, and I love doing calligraphy, gouache florals, but I do love um, making floral watercolor painting, most especially loose watercolor floral composition. So um, let me take you to how my art journey started. Um, I was 19 years old, um, and I'm in the middle of fighting um, stress and anxiety when I found art, and that was year 2018. So I don't have any background on art um, since I was a kid because um, all I did was to sing. that's my favorite part as aside from um um, making such different things. So unexpectedly happened one day, I was walking along National Bookstore. Um, I was just about to buy a Bible, but unfortunately, um, it was out of stock. So uh, I decided to leave the place by then um, until something caught my eyes. I saw a canvas board. Um, the design was an ab- abstract. Um actually so without um realizing I was already holding few pieces of uh, paint brushes and uh, I was already holding the canvas board and heading the counter to buy for to pay for the things that I that I was already holding so um I was um really I, I do not have any idea what was what 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 was I was doing already so um, same routine happens every time um, I visit National Bookstore or any art store or when I see a store that sells um, art products. Um, even though I kept buying art materials without any idea on how am I going to use it since I do not have backgrounds on art. So, um, but good thing I was... Since I was staying um alone inside my room, I was just staying there for a whole day. I, I don't I don't, don't want to go outside. Um it started as a hobby. So I, I was thankful that God made art as an instrument for me to deal with my anxiety and stress. So it was a stress reliever after all. So um I started exploring um acrylic and oil paint, oil paint at the same time, but I was only using a volume board um, that time. I didn't know how, how can I apply it on the canvas board or what was the right material to use. So I keep mixing colors on my palette. Yeah, that was all the things that I, I keep doing since I do not have any idea or a goal on how can I start um, making an art piece. So as I was starting um exploring acrylic and oil paint, I was um learning watercolor and calligraphy at the same time. So I got interested to watercolor and calligraphy um, ever since I saw a shared post from a, uh, from one of my former classmates in, in high school. So uh, it was like I was hypnotized by something and then I was thinking, why not should I give it a try? Mm -hmm. So uh, since then, um, (laughs) I started practicing, um, even though I do not know. um, There are basic practices, but I do not have any idea of that. So um, the first year of my uh, art journey was through exploring and practicing. Um, And then... um, on the second year maybe oh, that was year 2019 um i started making um diy's such as um personalized um keychains hand painted wallets and bags mm-hmm. um floral floral on a frame and started selling them as well so it wow. was <laughs> it was a source of income for me at that moment and that was um, year 2019 as well. I, start, I decided to make an Instagram account so I can post them uh, through that art page. <laughs>
0: okay. Thank you so much, uh, Liamai. Your name is very interesting. Can you share a little, before I I, I dive into what you just shared about your art journey, let's talk about your name because it's very unique. It's Liamai. Was it a combination of your parents' names or does it have like a... Yes. So it is. It is a combination of your... Oh, wow. Okay, Liamai. All right. It's very unique. Yes. Um, I you, you, thank you. No, know who has a name? Um, Leah Mai. Okay, so you mentioned that you started back in twenty eighteen and you were still in school back then. What is it is that right? Um, or you already graduated? Actually, no. Actually, the reason why
1: I had stress and anxiety because I stopped studying college. Um okay. I was second year college college that time. So it was really hard on my part since seeing my batchmates um getting graduate so um i couldn't take those things so um, i pity myself that's why um i just wanted i just wanted to um stay inside my room i don't want to go outside i don't want to see any of them wearing uniforms it was like i just got um i became bitter <laughs> about seeing them since I should be one of them. Mm -hmm. I was thinking I should be studying as well. But um, for some reasons, I did not um, continue studying. And um, since then, I started finding a job as well. But um, I couldn't find a good job that would fit in me because of my medical issues. I do not know what to do. Um, What else am I going to do since I do not go to school already. I don't have a job that could um, help me so that I, if ever if I could earn some money, I could continue and pursue school. But at the same time, I did not. Mm. Um, maybe the reason why is because, um, I don't know actually, but I was thankful that God um, made a way. Um, I know this art um, was a gift because i was earning a lot from it especially since i started um making uh, commissions or expe- um expecting commissions from my clients mm-hmm. and teaching online workshops it right. helped me a lot mm-hmm. um by by that way
0: <laughs> uh, thank thank you for for sharing that um the story with us TMI. i know a lot of young women out there at, at your age right similar to your age probably is going through similar anxieties and um you know a lot of people are having or facing mental health issues with everything that's happening in the world and all of us have gone through bouts of anxieties depression and it it's difficult but like what you said i love how you saw an opportunity for you to look at that situation differently and the the, the what's also inspiring from your story is that you went to a bookstore, a National Bookstore, is the national bookstore in <laughs> the Philippines. If you guys, um, you know, Talia, a Liam is based in the Philippines, and um, you said that you were there to buy a Bible, but it, it, they're sold out. It's, it's out of stock. They don't have any stocks for, uh, for, for Bibles, and so you ended up buying canvases and brushes and i i think that maybe you didn't find a bible there but god has given you more to lead you to a different path would you say that that was a, a sort of a, a turning point in your life because that really opened up something that now you are sharing with a lot of people from different parts of the world yes um i
1: totally agree with that and um yeah, I was really grateful for um, this kind of opportunity in my life, and I was. It was like um, um, it brings me healing from what I have um, experienced from my uh, from my past, especially um, I got depressed. I have um, experienced anxiety and stress, so. Yeah, <laughs> it was really a gift for me, and I thank God for that.
0: Mm-hmm. You mentioned um, thank Thank you, Lima. You did mention as well about oil, and was it pastel, oil, and and pastel was um, is it is there, or acrylic? Acrylic and acrylic. oil paint. Yes, an acrylic and oil paint. Okay, let's talk about that a little bit. So you started with oil and acrylic, and surprisingly right now, when I look at your feeds, I cannot see any traces of acrylic, probably if I go all the way back, but your recent um, works, most of your works, so and even the class that you taught with Exure, it's all watercolour. So, Take me through. So when you started, it was oil and acrylic, and then how did you transition Actually. to watercolor? Yeah, how did you transition to the medium that you're using right now? Actually, um,
1: I start. Yes, I started um exploring acrylic and oil paint. Mm-hmm. Um, the first art piece that I made was um a seascape and um a galaxy background. I guess okay, yeah, I can remember that um I sell them as well on Facebook I posted them online and gladly there were some clients who bought them from me Mm -hmm. um but since I got that interest I have um it was something that um the passion developed in me that um pushed me to choose calligraphy and watercolor so um, I set aside the two mediums. Okay. Um, I have to focus. Um, I said that I have to focus watercolor and calligraphy. So, but I'm still um, painting or I'm still using the mediums um like an acrylic right now. I'm still um painting uh, some of them, but mm-hmm. I do not post them on my Instagram account okay. since I have the watercolor and the calligraphy already there.
0: Okay. Now with, with calligraphy, what's also interesting um when I saw one of your answers to to the Q&A highlights on your Instagram is that on your Instagram was that you said that um was it you didn't watch a lot of tutorials oh sorry you did attend a workshop you did attend a workshop um but for the watercolor part it was self-taught. The calligraphy Am I right? Did you attend a workshop for it or did you also? Um, Your own. Actually, I attended a workshop
1: once mm-hmm. from one of the Fendayan bookshop workshops. Um, okay. That was um, April 2019. <laughs> I could okay. remember. Okay. Yes. Uh, okay. I, I did not watch um, any tutorial on YouTube. Um, I just did was keep on writing and writing. All I have to remember was the basic stroke, which is the up stroke and the down stroke. That was my real focus in making calligraphy. I yes. didn't know that <laughs> there are a lot of uh, basic techniques that you have to follow, um, if you want to learn um a brush
0: calligraphy right right and you do a, you yeah. do a lot of brush calligraphy and and lettering as well Make comes to calligraphy um i know a lot of artist friends as well who started with calligraphy and then eventually now they are doing a lot of watercolor like florals and with you it's a, a lot of florals you do a lot of florals but you still do calligraphy and most of the most of the calligraphy works that you did that you're posting on, on, on your socials are really, really inspirational messages and Bible verses. Can you share a little bit more about that decision and thought process of you or, you know, writing quotes, positive quotes or motivating or inspirational quotes and Bible verses and sharing them along with your captions?
1: So when I started learning calligraphy, my goal was to use Bible verses, um, not just to thank God, um, and glorify Him, but I wanted to use His words to inspire and uh, uplift, um, someone who really needs it, especially, um, those people who needs an inspirational and, um, advice, just like me. Mm-hmm. So uh, I wanted to spread that. Spread
0: that throughout my artworks. Thank you, Leah Mai. I know you. You said as when we started the interview that um, you were you, you were going through anxiety and depression when you found art, or at least when art found you, and it has been a huge help for you to process through or to go through your anxiety. And now hearing you talk about how you are making use of art to inspire and to help those people who are also going through anxiety through your inspirational messages um, written beautifully in calligraphy and Bible verses to inspire and not only inspire but also glorify God. Um, How are you right now um, with you still doing art Earning from art, how are you mentally and emotionally? Um, in the past, how many years that you have been doing art? Um,
1: to be honest, um, I know actually in myself that I'm still in the process of healing. Um, I've been through a lot of trials and challenges in life, but um, I was thankful that God is um is always there guiding me through all the way, and most especially. Um he has given me um a thing that it's priceless, the art that I'm doing right now. It's really a big help for me. Um it was like um whenever I do painting or I make art pieces, I was um alive again. Mm. So it gives me um um aside from that energy, but um a different kind of happiness that it cannot be um, replaced by anything or um, it cannot be priced by something that is much cost. So I am thankful for that.
0: I'm, I'm really glad to hear it. I, I think the healing part, it, it definitely takes time. But hearing you talk about how priceless art is for you and how you're using it to uh, heal um, I mean to go through this process of healing. I, I think this, this is a really inspiring, and for a lot of women your age, especially the millennials out there, right? You're doing something that probably some people might consider, um, you know, it's it's unexpected or unnatural and uncommon for for women your age to be focusing on art these days, right? What is your message to your generation? I us say to the millennials out there who are listening to the podcast, who probably are into creativity or into arts, but then of course um, with technology, with everything, with a lot of things that are you know, that can cause distractions and a lot of things that can take away your attention from the things that we're passionate about. What is your message or what would you say to them so they get to be inspired to do art or explore and make art?
1: Um, problems will never leave our lives. There is always challenges and trials that will come into our way and uh, so is God. He will never leave us. All we have to do is to believe and um, um, pray. It's always the key. Mm-hmm. Um, don't forget to pray. Trust God. And most especially, if there are a lot of things that uh, might um, ruin or distract you from doing some certain things or um, doing what you love, all you have to do is to stay um, focused on that. You have um, set a goal on that thing. And um, no matter what you're going
0: through, always remember he's always there to guide you. Beautifully said and, and truly inspiring as well. I mean, for someone who has gone through so much, um, may not know the exact details of what you've gone through, Lee, I. but hearing you talk about how you navigated through those trials and hurdles in life at a very young age, but then found a companion um, through art to help you guide through those difficult moments of your life and use that um, platform as well to share um your experience and share your the beauty of art through your calligraphy through the words that you have written and also the the paintings that you did so thank you for doing that and for sharing and for be, being vulnerable and sharing that vulnerability with the world i know it's it's not easy to to say that yes i am struggling and I'm, and you know i'm going through anxiety and depression but sometimes we need to share a bit of something, um, share a story that other people will also, uh, that will resonate with other people because that way it might be small if from our perspective, but it can also help in their healing. If they feel, if they see and know that someone out there is always, is also going through the same thing. And especially when you couple that with art, that is indeed powerful. Now, Speaking of art, I know that you had a class with us back in Gen- back in June, June 5th to be exact. What was the live workshop as well? I mean, can you talk about what the live workshop was all about? Because that is still up on the Etra Studio website, our channel on YouTube. Can you share a little bit more about that? let's talk about your mini workshop, which has happened on the 17th. So if you're listening to the podcast. This is airing on the 18th. This is this is the 18th, and so it happened yesterday. So, if you want to check out her mini workshop, that is going to be up on the Etcher Studio website. So, Liam, can you talk about what the live demo was all about, and then what they can expect from your mini workshop?
1: Um, before we talk about the mini workshop, um, if you if you have watched um the 30 minute class um last June five. Still like, um, it, you can still watch it on Etcher's um, YouTube channel. You can, uh, the title is um, Painting Supporting Floral Elements with Liam Maibasso. You can check that out on YouTube. And uh, for the 90-minute class, um, we are going to learn on how to create a well-balanced composition um, or creating a well-balanced floral bouquet in a monochromatic theme. So that will be on Sunday, June 17th. Um, 10 a.m. on Eastern Daylight Time. Okay. Um, you can sign up to my class, and uh, we can learn together and create
0: um art. That's <laughs> very good, and thank you. Sorry. So did you say monochromatic? So the the live demo was all about the elements, and then now you are you will be teaching a floral composition, monochromatic. This is interesting yeah. because. Um, you know for for most people you do pick up a lot of colors right especially when you're talking about florals with you why did you decide to do monochromatic what is it um, about monochrome that that uh, that's so appealing for you and how do you make it more interesting because it's just one color right so what is the key to make it interesting and appealing to someone who's looking at the painting
1: okay um uh... In monochromatic, um, you're going to use a single base of color. Um, just like what I did, I use blue. If you can see some of my paintings on Instagram, I always use blue. Aside from it, um, it's my favorite color. Okay. So uh, when we talk about monochromatic, um, um, it's, it is usually um, an easy way, especially for beginners. They, they don't have to choose or pick different colors, they just have mm-hmm. to um focus on the one um shade or base of color since it's a monochromatic. So monochromatic means one. So mono means one. Um and what uh, makes it appealing um the painting makes appealing because of its shade. It creates mm-hmm. different hue and tone, even though it was only a single base of color, but it gives um attractiveness or It attracts or radiates an eye person because of its
0: um, different hues, I guess, or the shades that it provides. (laughs) I I think that what's interesting as well with monochromatic is that because you're using just one color, the... I guess the challenge of making it some of the parts pop and then some of the parts with lighter shade of it. So I guess what they will be learning from the workshop is how do you do that? What is the key to make those um, composition pop? And then for the other elements to build the scene, like what you said, you're going to teach how to create a scene using monochromatic, like floral composition, using the elements that you taught On your live demo so definitely a class that's worth watching and i'm sure you guys if you're starting out i think this is the class that you need uh because like what you said right liamai for this is really beginner friendly um because you're just using one base color and you know i've always wanted to try that because i i i love mixing you know different colors in the same family so it's like the use of pink and then peach and then orange and red so all of the, within that you know same family of colors but i haven't really tried doing monochrome so maybe that's something that i would try soon um leave any pieces of advice cuz i know we we talked about when we started the interview we talked about you know you going through anxiety and finding art that really help you in your um journey to healing and, you know, you are still in the process of healing, but what's constant in your life is art. So any pieces of advice, especially to our younger generation, uh, women and men your age who probably might be going through the same thing and um, would want to try and find a way to go through the journey of healing as well or anything that will help and aid in their process of healing. And for anyone who also want to start out with art, but maybe thinking, I'm not good enough, what would be your piece mm-hmm. of advice? Yeah, or golden nuggets.
1: Okay. Um, if you're starting out with art, um, just continue. Um, if you are passionate about art, you also have to make an effort um, through it. There is no rule in creativity. your um, brush, do what the heart tells, and the magic will follow. And also, I want you to remember these three E's. The first, thing, the first E is to experiment. Create without worrying um, about what will be the outcome. Don't always try for perfection. Um, second is to explore um learn make mistakes it's all a part of the process and lastly enjoy if you do what you if you love what you do um you will gain happiness not just um the not just um making any progress but if you really um put love or inspiration or um um care into what you're doing you will truly gain happiness on that part that's it
0: thank you so much i love the three e's so it's <laughs> experiment explore and enjoy i okay, think those sorry. three is a, those that's a perfect combo i would say um and not just making art but in anything that we do right because if you experiment that means that you are curious and if you explore that's also mean that you want to discover a lot of things that stems out of your curiosity and if it doesn't feel like an obligation and you enjoy doing it then it's definitely going to be worth it um Liam I thank you so much for agreeing to do this with me um I know you're very busy. You have an upcoming class with us and I know you're doing uh, a lot of are very active on socials, which is Leah My Art, right? You can find you on Instagram at Leah My Art. Again, that's a very unique name, but thank you for um, being part of Make More Art and being part of the teachers pool of Etcher. Um, you know, it's going to be an exciting class, I'm sure. Again, it's monochromatic uh florals oh, yes. right that's happening on june 17 at what time again in eastern time is it nine um then 10, 10, 10, 10. 10 a.m <laughs> yeah. it's gonna be at 10 a.m eastern time on june 17 and if you're listening to this episode that means that it happened yesterday so do check out the recording of um um Ice class that's gonna be it is on at your website and uh check out her instagram as well i'm sure you're gonna pick up a lot and you will be inspired lima thank you so much for being on the show i had so much fun chatting with you um thank you for giving me the time to interview you as well and for me to get to know more about you thank you so much thank you take care bye thank care and all worries together. Okay. thank you thank you thank you amen Lemai is such a beautiful soul. With her mission to create, to inspire, there is no doubt that she will influence more people, young and old, to not only make art but to remain resilient even in the face of adversity. How has art influenced your view of life's uncertainties and circumstances? Do share with us your feedback through the blog posts associated with this podcast at etrolab.com slash